can you say amen? Praise God. I started out, and I'm going to finish. I said, I'm going to finish. Though rough the road, though steep the climb, still I'm going right on. Though the rivers I cross, they may seem so deep till it seems all hope is gone. Can I tell somebody tonight, don't lose hope. Keep holding on to the hand of the Savior. Amen, amen. What God started in you. He can perform the good work. He can finish the work that he started. I said God can finish the work that he started. Amen. Every once in a while, he has to put us back up on the potter's wheel, but he has a way of finishing. He has a way of refinishing. Amen. He can restore. It's called the process of restoration. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Kavanagh, for singing that song. Amen. 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 This is my testimony tonight. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 6. While you're turning there, I appreciate the word shot. Amen. I don't, I'm glad I don't have to drink from the wells of oppression. I don't have to drink from the well of strife. I don't drink from the well of compromise either. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us, you tasted, you tasted from quite a few wells until you found the living well. Now we can taste and see that the Lord, He is good. Amen. I don't drink from the well of depression, oppression, anxiety. Amen. Hallelujah. If the well you're drinking from isn't good, you need to turn to the well of living water. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Praise God. How many know what... What that feels like tonight. To have rivers of living water. Man. Praise God. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Verse number 6. For I am now ready. To be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. And I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them, everyone that loves his appearing. He said, I have fought a good fight, and I have finished my course. I want to preach for a few minutes tonight, titled, a strong finish. A strong finish. The road is rough. The climb may be steep. 
but finish strong. The race is not given to the swift. Neither it's not to the quick. It's not to the swift. But the race is won by those that endure, endureth to the end. We're in an, an endurance race. But I pray that in this last hour we have a strong finish. Amen. God, would you move in this place right now? I pray, God, that you would touch my heart, my mind, my soul. Speak to me and through me. Give us all ears to hear what thou saith the word of God in this place tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name. Would you give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you're seated one more time? <laughs> praise God. Like that song, I started out and I'm going to finish this race. I've got a declaration to make. Quitting for me is not an option. I will not quit. I will not turn back. I will not turn around. I'm determined to hold on to the end. Like the song says, I am determined to hold on. Amen. Quitting is not an option. Galatians chapter 6, Paul writing in verse 9, he said, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Praise God. I'm not giving up. I've come too far to turn back now. I'm not giving up. I'm going to stay in the race. And let me just tell right now from the beginning, if you're not in the race, you need to get in the race. If you're not in the race, you need to get in the race. Because there's not very much race left. You better hurry up and get in the race before the race is over. There's a saying we use around our house growing up, if you snooze, you lose. There's one piece of chocolate cake sitting on the counter, and I happen to be the one walking through. Amen. My motto to my brother, my brother and my mom and dad was, if you snooze, you lose. Amen. They say the early bird gets the chocolate cake. Praise God. Amen. One of the young men walked in at our leadership last night. If you weren't here, you missed it because we had Jake's cake for dessert. Amen. Hallelujah. I wonder if there's going to be Jake's cake in heaven. I don't know. It would be better even. Yeah, and they, this young man looked at the chocolate cake, and he noticed that on that cake, everyone had gone through, and some were still going through the line to get food, and yet four corners on the cake had all been taken. Someone was paying attention to the message a while back. Amen. And he wanted to know, what in the world? This cake doesn't have corners. Those four corners were already one in front of Brother Cavanus, one in front of Brother Matt Cavanus, one in front of Brother Bryson, and I had the fourth one. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. Because the corner piece is always the best piece. Everyone else that got a piece of cake, it just wasn't quite as good as ours. If you snooze, you lose. <laughs> Amen. The Bible said, though... Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Can I tell you, get in the race and stay in the race. 
said something profound. You came tonight thinking, Pastor, going to give you something deep that you may never heard before. I, I, if, if it happens, it's, it's going to be a God thing. But I'm going to tell you, I just got a word from the Lord tonight from His word. And that is we need to start the race, get in the race, stay in the race, endure in the race, and finish the race. Job 23 and 8, Behold, I go forward, and he is not there, and backward I cannot perceive him. And on the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. But he knows the way that I take. And when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. I may not always see him while I'm running the race. I don't always feel him while I'm running the race. But I'm going to finish this race because when I finish my course, I will come forth as gold. Did you know that everyone who finishes this race is a gold medal winner? Everyone who finishes this race is a gold medal earner. Praise God. Hebrews 12 and 1. Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race. The race. The race. That is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. When you're running this race, keep your eyes on Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Look at somebody and tell them, stay in the race. If you're going to run this race, you're going to have to go all in to win this race. 1 Corinthians 9, Paul again writing, Verse 24 of chapter 9, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize, so run that you may obtain. I'm running the race that I might win. I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize. The, the finish line is the mark, but whoever crosses and finishes this race, there is a prize. Crown of righteousness, eternal life with Christ. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. If you're not in the race, you need to start running the race. You need to get in the race. How do I get in the race? you got to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's how you get in the race. You can't get in an Indy 500 without an Indy car. You, you can't. I don't know that you'd want to, but you can't, I guess, get in NASCAR without a car. Someone some time ago told me how that was invented. Somebody from Arkansas said to somebody else from Arkansas, hey, that's a nice car, so they call it NASCAR. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Arkansas is biblical. It's in the Bible. Noah looked out of the Arkansas. Praise God. Hard to run a race if you're not in it. Ah, that, maybe that is the profound thought right there. Hard to win a drag race if you're not in it. Get in the race. 
Matthew 7, 13, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few be there that find it. I'm glad I found the way. I'm glad I got in the race. But getting in the race isn't enough. I, you did not only have to get in the race, you got to stay in the race, and you got to finish the race. Amen. Praise God. And can I tell us, we're in this, we're, it feels like we're living in a, in, a, in a world that's a rat race. That I'm not, in a, I'm not racing them. I'm not fighting them for the wells of oppression and depression and anxiety. They can have all that mess. I, I'm, I'm pressing forward the, for a different prize. We're not, we're not playing the same game, us in the world. We're not running the same race. Praise God. But the race I'm running, God's helping me in my race. God walks with me. He, he runs with me in my race. Isaiah 41.10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Psalms 46, God is our refuge and strength. He's a very present help in trouble. Psalms 37 and 25, I have been young and now I'm old. Basically, I've been running the race a while. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken. God's always been with me in the race. I wonder if there's some old timers tonight. Old timers, I mean, you're old timer. You're over, the, older, over 60. How about that? Anyone over 60, you can testify. You, you, God's never forsaken you. He's never left you. But he's always walked with you, run with you through the race. He's kept you in the thick and the thin, in the good and the bad. In the storms of life, God will not forsake His people. Psalms 121 and 4, Behold, he that keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. He never goes to sleep at the wheel. God never sleeps in the race. He doesn't have to take a time out. Amen. I'm glad that's who's watching over me. Someone that has all power in heaven and earth. Doesn't go to sleep on the job. Romans 8, 31. What shall we then say to these things? Because when you're going to run your race, you're going to face some things in life. You just keep on running. There's going to be some obstacles. There was a race a number of years ago. Matter of fact, I don't know if they still have it or not. It's been a couple of years since I heard about it. It was called the Mud Run. The race was full of obstacles and you'd have to run through some mud and fire department there at the end to wash everybody off with big old water hose. Obstacles. Helping one another up and over. There's times when we're going to face obstacles. We need one another to help each other to get up over the obstacle. There's some walls that we're going to come up against and we're going to press through. We're going to get over them. We're going to knock it over one way or the other. We're going to get over it, around it, through it. What shall we say to these things, these obstacles in our path? If God be for us, who can be against us? Paul wrote in Hebrews 13, For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise God. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. living in a day and age where there's a lot of fear 
anxiety. Because God is with us, we can fear not. God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. I know there's going to be some obstacles yet for some of us to overcome in this life, but God. But God. He's with us. He's helping us. He's walking with us. Jude 1.24, Now unto Him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. God is able to keep us from falling. And He is able to help us finish this race that we started. We may make mistakes. I may not get over the wall the first time. But can I tell you Proverbs 24, 16, A just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. I may not get over the wall the first time or even the second time or the third time. But I'm going to trust in God and trust in my brothers, the brethren. And I, I'm going to get over the wall. I'm going to finish my race. I'm going to finish the course. Psalms 37 and 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord, hear this, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Can I tell you, if you fall, it's because you let go of God's hand. I put that in bold, I underlined it, and I put it in a different color, because I came to this pulpit tonight, you just keep holding on to the hand of God. If you fall, it's because you stop hanging on, holding on. Brother Cody Marks preached a message a while back. I've fallen, but I can get up. Can I tell you, walking with Hudson, and we were kind of walking around, and he lost his footing, and he started to fall, but he didn't get hurt. Why? Because he was holding on to Pappy. I'm holding on to the hand of God. When I stumble, when I fall, rejoice not against me, O oh, my enemy. For when I fall, I shall arise. Why? Because I'm still holding on to the hand of God. Praise God. Matter of fact, there's some obstacles we come to and we're going to try to climb over them ourselves. And it's only then we realize, well, God, I think I better hold on to your hand and, 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 and allow you to help me up and over this thing. And we spend some time in prayer. Sometimes the best way up is down. Down on our knees, down in some prayer and fasting and submission and saying, God, I can't get over this wall by myself, but I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not to my own understanding, but in all my ways acknowledge you, and I know you shall direct my path. I'm holding on. I'm still holding on. When I fall, rejoice not against me, O oh my enemy. When I fall, <laughs> I shall arise. How, how do you know that? Because I'm holding on to his hand. When I stumble, God's going to pull me right back up. 
run the race, stay in the race, and finish the race. Can I tell you or show you what a strong finish looks like? Job 23 and 10, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. I quoted that a minute ago, but the rest of that says, My foot hath held his steps, and his way have I kept and not declined. A strong finish is someone that walks in the way and keeps the way. Hebrews 11 is full of people. Names, we call it the Hall of Faith. Hebrews 11, the faith chapter of those who finished strong. And it's funny how there's some in there that you may not think ought to be in the faith chapter, but you find one like Samson who didn't, he fell and, and was embarrassed and humiliated and lost his eyes. And, but yet he's mentioned in the faith chapter. Why? Because it wasn't that he fell, but that he finished strong. He killed more of the enemy in his own death than he did in his entire life. He finished strong. It's not matter, a matter of when you start, but it's a matter of that you finish. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 15. This is what it looks like to finish strong. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. 1 Corinthians 15 and 1. Brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. This is what it means to be strong. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Proverbs 23 and 23 said, By the truth and sell it not. That's what it means to finish strong. Said by the truth, I'm not selling out. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning to the left hand or the right hand. I'm not turning back, but I'm finishing strong. I've come too far. Church, we've come way too far. And I just came tonight to preach this little cute little message. Hey, I'm finishing strong. I don't know about you, but I'm staying in the church. I'm staying in the race, and I'm going to finish this race that I started a long time ago. <clears throat> Praise God. And it might shock you to know that I've only been preaching probably less than 20 minutes, and I'm already coming to a close. I knew you'd be shocking all right now. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8, better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. It's important that you start this race, but it's even more important that you finish the race that you started. Deuteronomy 32, 29, oh, that they were wise and that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. He didn't say you need to think how, where you start or what you're going to have to go through in, during the race or in the middle. He said, no, no, none of that is as important as how you finish. Consider the latter end. It's kind of like consider the end. A lot of these leadership books begin with the end in mind. I started out with the end in mind. I didn't start to stop. 
I started out to finish. I didn't start to quit. I started to finish. I didn't come to get in the church to get out of the race. I got in the race to stay in the race and to finish the race. There's a lot of off-ramps. There's a lot of detours. Not taking them. Be you steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work. Praise God. Proverbs 4 and 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet. You need to watch where you're going in this race. You need to stay in the race and stay on the path. Let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left, and remove thy foot from evil. You want to get out of the race, there's going to be opportunity to go to the right or go to the left. But Ecclesiastes 12, again, the wise man, verse 13 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments. This is what finishing the race looks like. For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. It's not... When you start or how you start or how you run or how fast you think you're running, it's that you finish strong. Praise God. Proverbs 16, 25, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. <clears throat> Galatians 1 and 7, There be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Boy, isn't that the truth. Gospel message that some people preach is not even the gospel message. It's not even close. They got off track. They got off course. And it started with just a little course adjustment. And I mentioned this before, and I'll just real quick, but went to the shooting range a couple years ago, and I was trying to sight in a rifle and just in a little adjustment here made a big adjustment down there. But once I tightened, went through all this, these rounds of trying to get this hunting rifle ready to go and come to find out the O-rings weren't locked tight. So my scope was moving every time the rifle would discharge. And I'd adjust it to go this way and it would go this way. I'm like, what in the world? Something's wrong. But once I tighten things up here, I was right on target down there. You better be careful. You tighten up the race you're running now because it's going to determine where you end up down there. Pastor, I don't think all that apostolic doctrine, all that holiness is necessary. You better tighten it up here or you're going to end up someplace you didn't want to go. But this is how easy it can be. You can just tighten up a little bit right now, right here. Get tightened up at an altar, and it'll make a world, an eternal difference. 
Say, well, I got loosened up and I got a little loose in holiness and I got a little loose in my faithfulness to God. You can still have, if you here tonight, you got time to tighten things up and get back in the race. Oh, praise God, somebody. He said, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel. I say, well, hey, we can loosen up a little here and a little there. If they preach any other gospel unto you, that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed, as we said before. So say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that you have received, let him be accursed. Lord, help them. That are preaching a different race. A different path. <clears throat> Revelations 3 and 11. Musicians, come. I'm, I'm closing. Behold, I come quickly, and hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. You got in the race, stay in the race, and finish your race. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 20, and I'll just read a couple verses as we close tonight. Jesus was speaking. He liked to speak in parables. He gives a parable of a vineyard. And he says, really, he says, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his, into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, <clears throat> what a minimum wage that was. We translate it penny. It was a little, probably a little bit more, more like a day's wage. But they agreed for a penny. He sent them into his vineyard. That was very early in the morning. Because he goes on and says he went out about the third hour and saw others. And the third hour is in the morning time, pretty early. So he goes out again in the third hour of the day and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right I will give you. And by the way, if you think about it this way, if you think... There's about 12 hours of daylight time. That's what they would start the day, the third hours. The sun's been up for three hours. So if the sun, I know some of you probably aren't up at that time, but if the sun comes up at 5, that would be third hour of the day would be 8 o'clock. Sun comes up at 5.30, 8.30 would be the third hour of the day. Y'all get that? Sun comes up, we start the day. So he's out there in the early morning. He's out there like Brother Kavanaugh at the crack of nothing. Hey, you work all day. You work all the 12 hours. The sun is up. You're going to get a penny. All right. He goes out three hours later and third hour of the day. Hey, if you'll go work in my vineyard, I'll, uh, I'll pay you at the end of the day. And they go. Says, and, he, and again, he goes out about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did likewise. Verse number six. And about the eleventh hour, he went up. One hour left to work. And found others standing idle. They weren't on a race. They weren't in the race. They weren't going anywhere. Their life wasn't going anywhere good. And they said unto him, he goes, why stand you here? And they said unto him, because no man hath hired us. Remember, he said, this is the, like the kingdom of heaven. This is how heaven works right here. And he says... Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, 
that shall you receive. So when even evening was come, evening came, the Lord of the vineyard saith unto his steward, Call the laborers and give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. Some look at that as the Gentiles before the Jews. When they came that were hired about the eleventh hour, they received every man a penny. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. And they likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good men of the house, saying, These last have wrought but one hour. They worked for the last hour of the day. And thou hast made them equal unto us which have borne the burden and heat. We worked all day long in the heat of the day. We worked a full 12-hour shift, and you gave us the same penny. And he answered one of them and said, Friend, I do thee no wrong. Didst not thou agree with me for a penny? And take that thine is and go thy way, and I will give unto this last even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me? I own the vineyard. I'm the boss. Hey, he's the boss, y'all. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with mine own? Is thine eye evil because I am good? So the last shall be first. And the first last for many be called, but few chosen. Many were called to work, but only some chose to work in the field. Here's the point. Those that finished the race, it wasn't about when they started. It's those that were there in the evening time. When the day was over, those that were left working in the field, we're the ones that were rewarded equally. Guess what? When we all get to heaven, we're all going to get the same reward to be with Jesus. There's going to be some there that live for God 80 years. There's going to be some there that live for God 80 minutes. But I'm going to tell you, the reward is going to be just the same. There's going to be some that were faithful for 80 years. There's going to be some that were unfaithful, unfaithful, unfaithful. But they got right. They tightened things up before it was over. They got back in the race. Doesn't matter when you start. It matters how you finish. Let's stand in this house. Look at somebody and tell them it matters how you finish. You gotta finish right. You have to finish the course. Paul writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy in our text, he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. He went on to say, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them. All them. Also that love. It's, it's all those that are still running the race at the end of the day. <laughs>
It's all those that stayed in the race. It's for everyone that kept the faith. Church, this isn't a time to go back, to go turn to the right or turn to the left hand. But we need to finish the race that God has set before us. And I want to finish strong. I want to have a strong finish. I want to go out with a bang. I want to be smack dab in the middle of revival. Souls being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. When God comes back, I believe He's coming back for a church that's on fire. I believe God's coming back for a church that is finishing strong. Not an anemic church. Not a sick church. Not a weak church. But God is coming back for a strong church. For a church that's finishing strong. If you want to finish strong, why don't you lift up your hands right now? Shout out unto the Lord.